0: At all stars, I'm Sal. That's Josh. Oh man, we're talking about Batman and Robin. Your Batman and Robin book is launching. Yeah, what finally, we talk about
1: it. let me let me tell you something. You're the first person to read it.
0: No, shit.
1: yeah, you're the first person to read it like outside <sighs> of, of DC. You're the very first. So, I'm
0: the first civilian <laughs> <There you go. laughs> to read yeah, it. Yeah, the
1: first, oh, I don't like calling people civilians. I feel like we're all fans <laughs> here. We're all, yeah, we're all yeah. big nerds, you know, we all Fair. love it. Nobody's yeah. a civilian, we're all in the same fight, right? But, um.
0: But I do yeah, I, I I will I will say <laughs> honestly it yeah I thought it was awful it was garbage and I was like why do you have a job no it's great I loved it the uh, you know, man, obviously probably. you know you got to read it to get the character and the and the words but the the thing that jumps off the page is Simone De art which is just oh yeah sick it, it's so unexpected this is a, I haven't seen a Batman book look like this ever
1: yeah and it's really like it's very high energy like I knew what you know, I knew what ship was going to be doing and I knew what prom was doing. So I was like, I have to do something that's different from what yeah. they're doing well, really and it's a- from a very different, you know, and I have little rules and stuff. Like I have this whiteboard back here. It's over here. Yes, you can't wait whiteboard yeah, it that, we,
0: that. We'll never see. Yeah, I know
1: I had to turn it around. I was like, wait, that actually has a bunch of like, it has like a whole like, years worth of Batman and Robin plans on it. So I was like, I better turn that around so he sees it, but I made little notes to myself of like, what to me are the goals. But yeah, with uh, Simone, he and I, we had talked a bunch over the years and he did a bunch of coverage for Robin. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, this guy's art style is so interesting and engaging and it really fit what we were going for. We were like, we want this to be that mix of just like really high octane, really fast energy and action. And then father and son moments, and if you notice, he actually draws the two scenes differently. Mm-hmm. Like if you really get in there and look, you'll notice that like when it's, when they're when they're Batman and Robin, he does certain kind of page layouts. When they're Bruce and Damien, he does other kind of layouts. Like he really put a lot of thought into um, yeah what he was doing with it. But yeah, like Simone, just I'm looking at it too while we're talking. It's like yeah. there's some stuff here that's really really cool. And you know one of the things I always love is like when the art starts coming in and I get to start cutting lines of dialogue.
0: Get it Bam, out of the way. <laughs> with
1: this, I was cutting stuff because I was like, oh, it's all here. I don't I don't need to address any of this. I just cut, 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 yeah. cut, cut. Uh, and, and then just build something that's just, you know, a very fun Batman book. And I think his art style really matches the exact tone we were going for, which is really fun like a fun high octane father and son adventure
0: it is a it is a perfect blend between batman uh, like a batman book that you'd expect and the robin book that you are now famous for uh that book is so youthful and fun and genuine and it really humanizes damien because as you may be aware i'm not the world's biggest damien fan uh
1: and i kind of like well i didn't know that until recently and i was was like oh man you and i gotta talk about this well who's your favorite robin is it uh Tim, yeah, I, a, you know, I was born in America, That's thing. That <laughs> no, I mean, listen, like I, Tim is an entry point for a lot of people into the DCU, including myself. Yeah. Like, you know, we've, I've talked about a lot where it's like, you know, when Tim Drake was introduced was at that time period at DC where a lot of new youthful elements were being introduced. Yeah, and so yeah. Tim, Tim is very much like a Robin for me. Um, there was something about when Damian was introduced. At, at first, I definitely had that little bit of energy that everyone else has—not everyone else, but people sometimes have—of like, oh, he's a little brat, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But as time went on, I really just started liking him more and more. And then when you read, you know, Grant and Frank quietly's Batman number one, and you're just like, dude, this—I I was just like, I love this kid. And yeah. I got to write him, in one of my very first DC jobs was for uh, yeah, a, yeah, for Superman. A Batman issue, yeah. Batman and Superman? Yeah, Batman Superman. Oh, it was Superman Batman.
0: Superman Batman back then. Thought, oh, let's put Superman yeah. first. That'll sell better. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. That book did sell really well, though. Like, it's, it was it's, a good <laughs> book. That was a good yeah. series. It was yeah. very fun, but I got to write an issue with that where it was Damien and Supergirl, and just writing him, I was like, oh, that's right. When I was a little kid, I was a little cocky brat, too. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to adopt this this child. And <laughs> from that point forward, I kept trying to write him for you know 10 years yeah 10 years i kept trying to write him and then they finally gave me a robin book and i just knew exactly what to do with them i had his voice in my head automatically and with this i want to continue those stories Which is sort of what bruce is even saying where bruce is like you were growing up on that island and you were actually able to like make friends and you were having progress as a person you know because damien has had a hard time yeah you know and I really don't like when people act like he was, like, a villain or anything like that. I'm like, this is a – he is a teenager, dude. Like, he's a kid. And so, you know, when, when it says that, but it's still a Batman interpretation of it, of, like, yes. we're going to continue that. So you're going to go to high school. Like, <laughs> and, and I, you know, I wanted to – and obviously, Damon, you know, what are you talking about? Um, but, yeah, I wanted to continue to all the stuff I was building off of Robin and then bring it back into Gotham. So, like that to me was like the Lazarus Island arc for damien And now we're back into right. like the father son Gotham stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: What's your favorite Robin? Is it damien
1: At this point, it's Damien. Yeah, I mean, I like um, them all. You know, it's, it's always tough. Oh, like, okay. I, 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 what I, tough, I, I will tell rich. you my. I will tell you my. Uh, it's challenging, right? Like, so I always say this thing on Flash, right? Like when I was a little kid obviously Wally was the flash and then here comes yeah. Bart and I was just like all about Bart. Same thing with Tim. It was like, you know, I even had hair like Bart when I was a kid, I had this like crazy, like kind of longer poofier hair, you know? Nice. Um, and so I related a lot to Bart and I was like a hyper kid. It was just like, that is me as a child. <laughs> um, so I was a big impulse kid, you know, and you know, eventually your an impulse kid. And then, um, you know, and then when Jeff Johns was on Flash, and I was reading The Flash the whole time, I love what Mark Wade did. I think I told you before, where I remember when Mark Wade left, I was like, no one is going to be able to replace him. This is yep. impossible, you know? And then and then I started reading Jeff's stuff and really liking it, and then I think Jeff put a lot of work into that character, so I was very much a Wally guy. Yeah. And then, but when I got the job on The Flash, it was Barry, you know? Yeah. And, and that was definitely a struggle, because it was like, you know, I was a, either a Bart or a Wally person,
0: yeah, and, and you then, this other guy. I'm writing. What's that? Now you got this other guy who's like, who's got here a lot have... of history that you yeah. didn't grow up with because he'd already been dead by the time we're reading books. Like, well, unless... that's always the
1: thing with him and it became part of the story to me was that like, the Flash is this character, Barry Allen is a character who has been put on this pedestal because he is a martyr, right? He yeah. is the martyr. Is the you know he is the hero who sacrificed himself to save the multiverse, and everyone looks at him as this like perfect hero all the time, and that was how. Everyone saw him, including Wally. So when he comes back from the dead, I wanted to explore that of like, oh, here's this person that everyone thinks is this perfect person. And at some point, Barry is like, well, I want to become that. And that's why in the first issue, Rebirth issue, those two cops are talking about Barry and they say, everyone thinks Barry is this great person, but I see a person who makes mistakes. And that's why I constantly had Barry making mistakes, because it was this idea that he is not that person, but he wants to be. And that was the thing at the ending was he wanted to be. Now, the reason I'm telling you all this is that working on Barry Allen, having him in my head for five years, I am bonded with him forever. Yeah, like that is a, that is a character I'm bonded with forever, right? Like he will That's always true. be. And actually, it's funny when I was writing him in um, when I was writing him in Dark Crisis, I was sort of like, oh, I actually am detached from him more now. Like I I felt like oh the the personality break had had happened. Right. Like we were now two separate people, and he's <laughs> over here and, and he's no longer in my head the way he was. Yeah. So with Damien, you know, like obviously Tim Drake was my, my flat or myself. Sorry. Tim Drake was my Robin. Yeah. Right. Like I like Jason Todd. I thought Jason Todd coming back in Red Hood it was such a good idea. Yep. You know, um, I always really liked Dick Grayson, but Dick Grayson is, is Nightwing.
0: Right? That's like right. He's,
1: yeah. He's Nightwing. Right. He's
0: the template for Robin, but also like he's the one who got to grow up.
1: Yeah, and actually, I, I, somebody could probably correct me on this. I don't have to do the math in my head, but I'm like, I think he's been Nightwing longer than he was Robin, right? Definitely. Like, historically, right? Definitely. Yeah, so, yeah, because he's been he's been Nightwing almost as old as I am.
0: Yeah, he was Robin from the
1: 40s till
0: the 70s. Oh, I
1: want to say, no, 81? Oh, until no, 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 80, yes, yeah, so 80. So we're close. So, we're close. Yeah, so 40 he's years, been, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 we're, we're close, right? Some, some of the comments can correct us. Definitely. They can go definitely. look it up. I'm not going to look it up right now. <laughs> um doesn't matter but you know uh so with Damien like I've written him so much and I'm very protective of him mm. I'm very like what are they gonna do with Damien oh please don't do that like oh, <laughs> please don't like I, I remember uh yeah I'll, I'll just say I have been even before I was writing Damien I was protective of Damien like I was mm. like what's happening why are we doing that you know I'd be in a meeting and be like why are we why is that gonna happen
0: why are we hurting uh, Damien? Why, are we, why Why is the magician why is why is Jim being so mean to the magician? Uh, well, yeah. I, liked,
1: I liked some of the stuff that was going on with him, but yeah, I just knew, you know, and I think Tomasi obviously does such an amazing work with Damien, you know, and that's a big part of it too. Like you read Super Sounds, read Batman and Robin, you know, you read the stuff that they were doing and, and what Tomasi was doing. You know, I, I think Tomasi, I don't want to use the word underrated because mm. I'm like, Tomasi does amazing work. And if you yeah. look at all the stuff he did at DC, like if you want to know, like, he's definitely one of those writers that you look at and you're like, you want to know how like the better versions of these characters, how they've been written. You can look at a lot of stuff Tomasi did because he really understood not only the character, but the universe around that character. Totally. Superman, Batman, Damien, Green Lanterns, you know? Um, So look at all the stuff he did. And it's like, you start to really build this picture of of who Damien was. So for me, when I was only coming onto it, I just sort of like embraced this kid and now he's like my kid. So it's like, you're asking me, Who's my favorite child? I'm like, you mean the baby that I'm holding right now? <laughs> <laughs> Fair it's enough. Like, of course he might be a little baby man. No, I yeah. I, uh, I really like Damien and I just feel like when I approached him, and I still feel this way, he's a teenager. Yeah. Like everyone always writes him as like not everyone, I should say this again, because again Tomas did, but I think sometimes the interpretation I see sometimes when people are not digging in, is like, Oh, he's just a badass little assassin. And it's like, mm-hmm. Yes, sure. But God also a teenager like right. he's a kid like let's kind of approach it from that like he's also a kid that has been raised very differently you know he has a very different life experience so let's just all factor that in and, and think about who he is and then you know like i was working on an issue yesterday and it, part of this book is about damien like thinking he's learned everything and they're mm-hmm. needing to learn more like you know there's there's a line later on where Batman basically talks about you should never like Batman and somebody else. I'm not going to say they basically talk about how, you know, you can never stop learning. Like you can never, you need to, you know, you can never stop learning. Right. and that's Damien, But yeah. Batman is the same way. Batman is not training. Like Batman yeah. trained across the world, but it's not like he stopped. He didn't come back to Gotham and go, I'm done. Like he's still I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's how, but that's how it is with Damien. Sometimes and I think, you know, for Damien to kind of learn all this stuff and, but then i just have some fun with it. And that's the thing with this first issue. Like, again, you can see with Simone, like Simone is just like having a lot of fun with this. And, you know, yeah, I'm looking at it again now. And it's like, I just wanted to have this book that was, I don't know, fun father and son adventure of two dudes who are like still superheroes that fight crime in Gotham City.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it. well, and like I said, like it is a blend of like this, it's got this youthful energy, but now we finally get, like this is, it would be kind of, reductive to put batman in the robin solo book because he'll overshadow him or he yeah, has the danger yeah. of doing that whereas you know you you run the risk of in a batman solo title making robin center stage i mean I, I vividly remember this switch over when dc was very happy with tim drake and pushing him because he was very popular and yeah, they were yeah. like and they, and they made you know the uh what's the what's the term for like the the box with the numbers and all the, and the characters in them
1: Oh, on the cover know. the corner box i, mean, I think we just right. call it corner, the
0: corner box but in the corner box it was batman and then, oh, and one, then one day, day it, was Drake? it was both of them together oh yeah yeah no yeah. it was in on the robin books tim drake's by himself but on the batman yeah, book it was yeah. both of them and so it was like if you bought that book and you saw both them on the cover even if batman was on the cover you knew you were going to get at least 25 percent robin that book and so he kind of like pulled attention away from Batman a little bit, but this is a Batman and Robin title. So it's going to be both characters kind of like informing the other. And you, you get that from the jump, like in the book you get Batman and then you get Damien and Bruce and you, and it's like the first time I've seen a kind of genuine approach. Not like I, I, I mean, obviously again, Tomasi's done a wonderful job with super sons. You get to see him be a dad, but this is a moment where you get to see like a kind of, this if they if they weren't Batman and Robin, you get to see this kind of father and son dynamic, and I'm like, I, I'm here for that. Like I'm here to yeah. see that.
1: That that's good. I'm glad you saw that. I uh one of the challenges in this book has been uh has been that. Like I'm very conscious of that. That yeah. it has to be both their books. Right. Because my impulse sometimes is is every once in a while, I'm like, this is Robin's book. Like and I started, <laughs> you know. And then I'm sitting there writing, and then I'm like, no, 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 And then sometimes I'm like, oh, this is Batman's issue, you know? And it's like, no, no, no. Everything has to always be both of them. And there has to be a reason for them both to be there. And so yes. it's like, thinking about that, but then also I have little notes um, of like, I always want to see, you know, and I, don't, I don't think I'll get it every issue just because of the nature of comics, but it's like, I want to see them without their masks on in every issue together totally right like just a moment where they're just the father and son and it's like you know like this week i had a superman annual that came out and it's like lois lane with uh with the daily planet staff but i made sure that superman even though it's very clearly about the daily planet i went to great lengths to be like this is also superman and superman's presence has felt even the scenes he's not in right? right like i tried really hard to make sure that no it's still about superman right there are times where it's like, and this might happen eventually. I might do an annual, or I might do a Batman and Robin issue that is just about Bruce and Damien. like yeah. it is being father and son for an issue. And and but the trick there is, is that it's still a Batman and Robin comic, and so yeah. it's like having to make sure that those elements are still in there. Um, yeah, looking at this, yeah, just it's it's fun watching them as sort of this teenage son with this dad who's not necessarily it's funny because at this point bruce is used to having teenagers around <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah this is a he's more well-adjusted like thing.
1: he's like yeah a teenage kid in the house that never happened before like that's obviously right? not how this is you know no but i mean he like we can different
0: the implication because yeah. you, you're the one who teased it so I, i'll i'll key in yeah, that sure. as well the idea of like damien going to school yeah um, you know the, the closest thing we've had is I think Damien went to, like, a prep school at some point. We rarely got to see the inside. He's got undercover.
1: Time. There's undercover yeah. stories. He's, had, I, he's bounced around it, but I think... But that's actually part of what the story is, is Bruce... You know, Bruce says it in the issue where he's just like, you know, I did not get to have real teenagers, and so I want you to have them, and Damien is like, that's not what I want. Right, right. And, right. and there's a line... way the book is structured is like the first four issues. it's very similar to how superman structured where it's like the first four issues are a mini arc that kind of sets up like a pilot right so it's like superman the first three issues were a mini arc instead of a pilot these first four issues are like a mini arc instead of a pilot and then the next then it's like a two issue arc two issue arc three issue arc then it's like shorter arcs Mm -hmm. but damien says he says to bruce at one point he says like if you can give me a good reason to go back to school i will do it if you can this is this happens later he's like if you can give me a good reason i will do it and then both bruce and damien figure out a reason why he's going back to school right so there is there is like an actual there's literally a line where damien is like okay i guess there is a reason (laughs) like he figures something out which is like spoilers for the later issues but you know i think by the way the issue four you know you'll you'll see all the pieces that we've been doing and you know with this issue we we i definitely pull a lot of um I put a lot of mysteries on the table, like r- early on. You know, it's like you see what happens at the ending, and you see there's sort of hints of like something else is going on in Gotham that they're not totally plugged into yet. Right. We announced this. So it wasn't a secret, but we announced it at San Diego. The whole thing was shush. Did you and I ever talk about
0: shush? Did we ever talk about I, this? We I, we definitely talked about shush off, Mike. I don't know about on, uh, but <laughs> we we can talk about shush a little bit. I, uh, if...
1: Yeah, what's, what's the deal with Shush? So we we uh, talked about this at San Diego, so it's not like, again, it's not a secret. Yeah, I think we talked about it at San Diego. I think that was where we yeah. talked about it, so. so we announced it on the panel that, like, it started off years ago. I was talking to Ben Abernathy, and you know, we were talking about the popularity of new characters and his ideas and stuff, and then I was like, oh, I've always loved Hush. I actually have Hush on my desk right now. Oh, uh, McFarland the, 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 figure? The book. The book oh okay the book the book not the toy no i have i have a hush toy somewhere but i have the book um and i was like you know if we ever made the woman version of hush she should be, should called shush and and ben was like ah, oh, that's really funny we should do that though that's interesting and and then it became then it became very real and then it was like okay then it was like okay joke's over let's take a step back and i should talk about this character and talk about their story, who they are, what they want, what their connection is, what their not connection is, and what is the what is the actual story for them? Why have they chosen this name? And we really went into it, and we really had a lot of conversations about them as a character and the motivations in this book and how it connects to everything. And so, yeah, in issue two, she plays like a major, a major role. To yeah, this so in Batman oh, Robin crap. two. So issue two, she's there um and she's part of the mystery and then there'll be definitely and it's on the cover issue too so i'm not telling you that's like a spoiler but it's like the cover issue too says you know who is shush and that is a part of the first year of the book like it is very much a, like who is this person and we do start putting people on the table of like it could be one of these people and so you have to kind of like as a detective figure it out and are we gonna have a
0: like photoshopped grid of all these different faces of characters dude i have written her. up this
1: <laughs> whole document that like goes into like the twists and turns of it mm-hmm. you know like this is the red herring this is the obvious thing but it's actually this however this happened so it's actually this like i wrote this whole thing up but it's still gonna make sense at the end um right. but like she plays a, a major part of this and so yeah with this first issue i just wanted to put a lot of a lot of fun toys on the table and you know yeah the first four issues are, are basically like what i would call a pilot arc of like this is what this book is about yeah and then after that it's like you know again more like Fun adventures, and I wanted to put them through. Like, I don't know, it, it, with, with Batman or Robin, I, I wanted it, same idea with Superman, where it was like I thought a lot about the uh, the animated series, mm-hmm. and so with this, I also think about the animated series, and I'm like, I just want Batman to do Batman things for a bit, you know? It's like I want this to have all these pieces that I think, you know, make a fun Batman comic and something I would enjoy reading. So I'm like, okay, some of that is detective stuff. Like yeah. let them let them have a case to investigate, you know, let them save some lives, let them get into some trouble, like, you know, let's see Batman do Batman things for a little bit. Yeah. Let's see Damien do, you know, Damien's stuff, but also Robin stuff. You know, so it's like I, I put all of that in here. And I, I think this first issue, I was really trying to put as much of that energy as possible in. Obviously, Damien having a car. Is like an homage to when Tim Drake got his car after Nightfall, you know, or oh, the Redbird. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm aware. Like, I um, <laughs> I love that. That's how I learned, you know, because that's actually funny because that actually that issue. Robin number one dates Damien. Yeah. Fifteen.
0: He's Sixteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. But oh that's right. He's 15, but he has a provisional license because his father is handicapped.
1: Ding ding ding! Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Nerd <laughs> award. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, listen. I read that book.
1: <laughs> well, me, <laughs> I, too. Uh, me too. I me mean, too. You know why?
0: Because I was like a preteen, so I just like them. Like this is what teenagers yeah. are like. I want to be me too. You like too. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I was. I was preteen, and you know, it was in that window of me, like because I think I was like ten or eleven. So it was in that window of just me being like like it's in that it's in that that heat of like i'm buying everything now even though zero hour is really when i started really getting into buying all this stuff yep
0: i bought zero hour and i was like I always, I'm, not, uh, I'm not gonna yeah. pretend to know what the hell's happening like they were, well, they were you know you're especially if you're an entry-level character and like an event or a crisis is happening like you're, you're they're gonna throw a lot of characters at you that you've never seen before you're gonna see like references to things that happened like 25 years earlier especially because yeah. like what is it zero hour listen hour.
1: i have written a crisis i am very well aware
0: <laughs> you know what's up i love that uh i, I was reading a wizard uh, not too long ago and i was reminded of zero hour because they were like zero hour and correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like the the, the, the approach to zero hour was it's been 10 years since Christ and evident earths let's take a victory lap with this zero hour crisis like and let's I just celebrate have- 10 years for no reason
1: ish right like it's it's like mm-hmm. that 94 i guess crisis is like nine is 86 it's, yeah it's in that little window
0: what yeah. a weird
1: uh, i i love zero hour so i mean i can't like i really loved it i just like
0: I, how extant looks he's just cool looking
1: Dude, Xtant was cool uh this is at a moment where i was i was still surprised when i was reading comics because i had no idea what was happening like you know i didn't have previews i didn't have covers you know yeah. i knew what zero hour was mostly because of advertising but in wizard totally. but it was like wizard barely covered dc comics so it was like and listen i've been around wizard employees who made that joke i'm not being mean (laughs) no listen barely covered dc comics
0: isn't it ironic that uh former wizard associates would then go on to make their own dc comics wizard magazine for a little while oh i know yeah
1: they made. dude actually i love that thing i was like it was great it was a cool idea i was like we need we need this yeah it is really funny um but yeah, like I was a big, a big Zero Hour kid, and it's like uh, there was something you, you were saying about that we got to have. Oh, I want to say this about Zero Hour really quickly. So, Hawkman. Yes. I have always thought Hawkman was really cool, and I've always really, really interested in Hawkman. But, but my Hawkman frame of reference came from the collectible cards. So it was yeah. like I had one history of this is who Hawkman is, and I was like, cool. Then you read Zero Hour. And there's that part where he scatters out. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? What and that's I learned, and that was my first introduction to like, oh, this is a whole thing, yeah, like, dude, oh, this is actually incredibly muddy, you I've know got what I mean? Three
0: and, copies of Hawk World.
1: Oh, and really? Five, I still copies. have
0: never read it,
1: it comes up. Oh, okay. I have Hawk World is really good, okay. I, I want to say, I've never
0: something. read it, but I've always been like, this looks really dope. And as a kid, Hawk even World, seeing the covers, I'm like, this is dope, still dude, never sat down and read the damn Hawk
1: World is great, Hawk World is great, and then God bless. Robert Venditti for <laughs> making a hot <Hawk> round <laughs> book that is really good. Him and yeah. Brian Hitch, uh, yeah. it's really good. And I think Fernando Pereyra was on that. After that, mm-hmm. um, that is a really good book that makes us all, like, yeah, for Robert, who is not a DC continuity guy, to be like, I'm the one that's going to take this on, going to make thought, it a man. really good comic book. Good job, dude. Yeah. Good job. I, every time I see him, I'm like, yeah, man, the hot round book. Good job. Um, I'm really excited for him. He's doing that Sandman book that comes out. Uh, yeah, the Wesley Dodd's book that comes out in uh, when is this? It's uh, October. I think yeah. It's October.
0: What a good idea that was to bring back Wesley Dodd. I wonder who, that, who had that idea. I don't recall. So it's funny enough. Around. I
1: actually had the idea for that, and then I got a call, and they were like, we are also doing Wesley Dodd stuff. Can we connect? And I was like, I will figure this out. <laughs> like, yeah. Because it was, you know, it was different groups, and so mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I want to use Wesley Dodds in Night Terrors. And then they, they called me and like, We also want to use Wesley Dodds in the new Golden Age stuff. And I was yeah. like, Cool, whatever you need, that's whatever crazy. you want me to Yeah, I love that you.
0: moment. That was that was a that was another like kind of crisis esque moment in Night Terrors when Wesley, Wesley Dodds, like, Oh, it's Batman, and they're like, You know him, didn't you die like 60 years ago? And he's like, I mean. I pre- Well, that I like what happened to
1: that line. He's like, you're a ghost possessing Batman's body, and you're having, like, this is, the, yeah. this is the part that's weird for you, and I'm a zombie, and that's the thing you're questioning? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I had to think about that a lot, because I'm like, you know they've met. Like, I had to, like, think about that. I'm like, well, Leslie Dawes didn't die until the, the JSA secret files that came out mm-hmm. right before JSA number one, right? <laughs> so I was, like, doing the math in my head. I'm like, that was 99 yeah, they had to have met. Like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go dig in, and I found stuff. And I'm like, obviously, there's time travel shenanigans, but it was like, obviously, they met each other. Like, Wesley Dodds 100 knows who Batman is. Right. Um, Dead Man, you know, I, I always think that's funny where it's like, a Dennis went through this on Night Terrors where he was like, Oh, Robot Man is a ton. I've actually never really. They've been in, on, in the history of DC. They've been on, in panel together one time. Hmm. And that's when he was like, I'm gonna dig into this and 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 do this whole Robot Man Zatanna thing. I think it's like this is a really bad example. It's like when Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle realized they had never wrestled each other, <laughs> and they were like, "We're gonna save this WrestleMania," and they kind of danced it around it. Yeah. And then they, did. I was at that WrestleMania. I saw it live. It was amazing. That's
0: cool. And
1: yeah, that yeah, was cool. That was that was a great WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> I have some thoughts on that for a whole other. You don't care about that kind of stuff, but it's
0: like, I'm not a wrestling guy. I'm sorry. No, you're not. It's alright it's okay
1: i feel like some of the lingo you're probably just like ah oh, whatever i, I understand no, I mean, that
0: I, uh, listen i had the toys i definitely had a jake the snake roberts yeah. i had my hulk oh, on yeah, and i, mean, I had did, my did. yeah well i liked him because he had a snake you know obviously I'm a child <laughs> yeah you're a little
1: kid you're like this guy has a gimmick i
0: love it um dude there was a dude who used to walk around like okay so like near my house there's like this pond with like a playground and like this dude used to come by and walk his boa constrictors like oh, where he he would just have these boa constrictors and he, they would like Jake the snake robber. So I'm like, I have a frame of reference for what this guy's doing. This is not scary. This is cool. Oh. Uh, definitely could have been a real nightmare scenario, but apparently he was cool. Uh, he loses Man, his mom. But, you snake know.
1: stuff, I, I'm going to go a little weird segue here. Yeah, I love that stuff. And uh, anytime they have stories the snake and they bite, would bite somebody. Um, but you fast forward, like, and it's funny how, like, the, the child, like, I don't want to call it childlike because we should never lose this where it's like yeah when someone is telling you a story and you're able to give yourself up to that story and you can believe it and that, that totally. goes both ways right it's like i should provide a story that you feel you want to believe in and go yep. along with it yep uh but then i just hope you know it's like grant and that whole quote about Superman flying you know it's it's like that famous quote where he's just like they don't think about it they just
0: yeah that's funny yeah. i have a grant quote like that but it's the one where he it, it, it's that uh grant says who cares who changes batman's tires and i was oh, like well, obviously it's it's harold but okay grant i get you i get what your intention is dead i he's <laughs> been dead since hush right like they've never brought harold yeah, back
1: they brought him back they brought him back in something and then i think they i think he died again but yeah. damn it i think he was back in, a, in eternal maybe like batman eternal i can ask james james is probably online i, can I be,
0: like, skipped batman did you eternal.
1: also kill harold <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely
0: ask because I want to know. The comments let us
1: know. What's
0: that? I said the comments to let us know. Comments to let us know.
1: Comments to let us know. Yeah, dude, I'm, I, were, I remember
0: when Hush came out and Harold showed up. People were like on the internet. People were like, "Who the hell's Harold?" I don't think Harold has been seen since like Nightfall.
1: They hadn't, like he got lost in the caves and then we never saw him again until <laughs> it's Hush. Dog
0: food and he left.
1: <laughs> dude, yeah. Did I ever tell you the story about how when I was in um, college, I've been in college for like three weeks and uh we're in the laundry room it was like me and a bunch of guys and we're like doing our our laundry it was like maybe three guys we're in our laundry room you know late at night and this other guy who was like a hardcore Batman dude who read everything Mm -hmm. like he was definitely like he had probably read more than I had at that point you know his frame reference is longer than mine Mm -hmm. you know like I was like very much a post-crisis
0: yes Batman
1: reader you know and he was like probably a few years further in or you know back back you know more neil adams era yeah okay. yeah oh no, for sure yes 100 so we're sitting there and we're talking and we start talking about batman and um no man's land was going on oh so we we're talking about no man's land and so we walked in and they're like what are you guys talking about or we like talking about batman and they were like what's happening at batman and i was like <laughs> oh no man's-. and they're like i haven't read batman since uh, nightfall and i was like oh let me tell you what's happened since." and so at some point it was like me and this dude and i remember sitting on top of one of the dryers and i just held court people kept coming into the room and then more people kept coming in and i told the history of batman from nightfall all the way until no man's land and i just something i told the whole thing and i think the person was with me and he was like oh don't forget this and i'm like oh yeah and this happened and i did the whole thing yeah, uh, I could not do that now. I could maybe do it. I think you and I have before, where like we forgot about catechism at one point. Like I can kind of remember the stuff now, but it's like I still remember. It, but it's like, man, what a wild time. And I think that's where yeah. I have this theory about certain creators and why certain creators are wired the way they are. Mm. Um, and I, I've had this talk with like Tom and with Scott and a few other James, and a few others, where it's like, you know, when you look at Tom, I told you this story before, right? Like Tom didn't read comics in the nineties. He stopped reading.
0: Yeah, I think that's come up, but that doesn't surprise me. I mean, the 90s was a good time to kind of drop off for a little well, he while. He dropped
1: off at um, – what year did he drop off? He dropped off in like – I just asked him about this. Like Image? like Yeah. Yeah, like basically I think he read the beginning of Image. So I would say 93, 94. Okay, okay. till about 99, 2000.
0: That was a good. T- you know, it's funny. People people like to malign the '90s, being like, "Oh, it was all gimmick covers and 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 trash." There and were I'm good like, comics
1: in there. Yeah, there were a
0: lot of good books in there. Like dude, the Vertigo, Man,
1: Starman. Yeah, all of Vertigo, all that Vertigo stuff was. Really Everything great. you was like about like,
0: Vertigo was happening then. Like, all yeah, of the good I'm... image stuff came out then. You know, like yeah. Alan Moore yeah, yeah, was yeah, writing, you're... like, was writing Young Blood, and you're like, okay.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, dude, the Supreme and all that stuff. Like, Supreme. I mean, there's a lot of really great comics in there. But yeah, Thomas stop. So I have this. You know, and and Tom is very much a, uh, you know, Tom was reading a lot of Keith Giffen stuff. And if you look at Keith Giffen and then you look at Tom's work, you can see the parallels. Like people always compare him to Alan Moore, but you can see the parallels with Keith Giffen as well. And, but there is a moment where you have a lot of creators and a lot of readers too, obviously, like you and and like people who, you know, like are in our spirit of comics. But it's like, you have a lot of creators that are creators now who came up at a, a time period where Batman was... Was Azrael? <laughs> well, no, no, no. But was, <laughs> not, not only was he Azrael, Batman was an event book for 10 years. That's
0: right. Like, every that. every single story, Bruce Wayne Fugitive, No Man's Land, Cataclysm, Contagion. Like, yep. yes.
1: Yep, so think about that. You have, a, you, have a, you have a round of creators who came up as readers where that was the norm. Yeah. Where it is non-stop events. Yeah.
0: I'll be honest though, I I do predate that a little bit because I would buy like not just back issues because I I'm like when I think of Batman, you know, I want to think of Norm Brayfogle, but I know oh. I think of Jim Aparo. See, I'm a Brayfogle, I'm,
1: yeah. So you're you're. I love right, Aparo.
0: I, I love Brayfogle, but like Aparo drew more of the Batman books that I was reading when I was getting into Batman. And it was like, and those were two, like, oh, Maxi Zooks is at it again. Two, two stories oh, yeah. moving on. Like, dude, maybe dude. Night of the Beast. But even then, like, that was kind of, like, a, a big deal that was, you know.
1: It was interesting, like, when Nightfall was hitting. It's funny to think that, like, because we don't realize it now, but when we think about post-crisis, like, Batman and Superman weren't allowed to be around each other. Yeah. And it so was they'd weird. Be, like, two, two-parter, and you'd be like, oh, my God, this is a big deal. Yep. You know? Like, whoa. Like, they, those books were kept very separate. Like, yeah. there was a Superman books. There was a lot happening over there. And then there was the Batman books. There was a lot happening over there. And then the rest of the universe kind of rotating around those two pieces. Well, don't
0: forget that great two-part story. I think maybe two parts where uh, they were like, well, Robin's selling well. Put Robin in the Superman book. So Tim Drake <laughs> and Superman team up to fight Lucy Lane, who's become a vampire.
1: Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. But the, but the here's the thing about that. I love that it's like we're gonna do weird, weird, like random stuff. And I, and I, but I do think this is why there are some creators, And like I know I'm guilty of this too, where our brains don't have to turn the event off. Totally. And I'm I'm better about it now than I was before. I think I think Robin, Robin specifically helped break me yeah. of it in a way because Robin was interesting because it was like when I was on Flash. Flash is a book that is tied to the DCU, right? Oh like. God it is one of those books that is core dc and i I think it's part of why like myself mark and jeff and, and and you know jeremy too i see this with jeremy too where it's like you have these people who work on the flash and they do it for a bit and then suddenly they're like very embedded with dc totally because the flash does that to you right it's because it is very much with the multiverse stuff with time travel his relationship with characters the legacy pieces it is a very embedded important book for dc so, when I was writing that book, I was like, every six issues is essentially an event. Like, I was like, everything is a thing. Like, I'm like, it's all building, it's getting bigger, and you know. And then when I was on Robin, I, I did have an attitude of like, I want to be left alone. And so I literally put Damien on an island. <laughs> like, <laughs> but think about that. I was like, I'm, I'm separating, not only am I separating him, I'm separating myself. Yeah. Like, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm detaching from this for a year, essentially. Yeah. And then we did Shadow Wars. Like, think about that the moment Damien left the island, we were back in an event. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, and I try to, it, it's hard because of the nature, I think, of comics right now with events and stuff. But um, anyway, that all being said, with this book, with Batman and Robin, I definitely try to make it just much more about this and less about, you know, it's less about like these gigantic stories. Um, and I hope people gonna respond to that because I don't think every story has to be a gigantic story. I like, think that's I how think you make fans. Can, what's that?
0: I think that's how you build fans. I think that like new fans, because it's not just approachability, because everybody's talking about like, how do we make, because I'm the one who's always like saying, we got to erode the barrier to entry. But the best way to do that, the best way that like, you will see a lot of entrenched older, like, elder statesmen of the comic industry talk about like the gold the good old days the newsstand days of comics yeah. and on one element i'm like yeah except like the the industry exploded because of the specialty market and the sales were never better than when the the you know when comic shops open but there's something we said for like the done in ones or the or the two-parters um yeah done and in one, it was like i,
1: I wish yeah, i had way ones. it's hard because that. what happens is I, i've seen this sentiment from other creators and again I, and, and as you're pretty aware at this point I'm so detached from a lot of stuff at this point like yeah and good and bad I think to it like there's it's a blessing and a curse um but it always feels like when there's a, a, a done in one people call it a filler issue and you're like well Yeah, which is- they do it sucks cuz you're like well, well, which is it and i
0: think they only do that because they don't know because they because they don't remember you
1: know it's like well that's the thing i think that the, the event thing the event yeah. thing is, is event difficult thing. again I, i'm guilty of this so it's like you know, with this book, I'm trying to do the same with Superman. Superman is shorter arcs. arcs. Yeah. Shorter, well, yeah. Short stuff, and shorter things, you know, like I had a two part that was just about Jimmy Olsen, basically, you know, and yeah. it's like yeah. with this one, like we're going to have a, a, you know, we're going to have shorter arcs and we're going to have stories that are, you know, I, I want, it's, it's hard because sometimes you don't want to call them smaller challenges. I think there's a, there's sometimes a sentiment, like when you call things smaller challenges, like, well, it's not big. I don't care. Right. Um, uh, but I, I, I don't think it's like true. I think there is an audience that wants that. And I, I hope people read this book. And I hope people like it because it's like we're putting a lot of heart into it. You know, like mm-hmm. Simone's is uh, really having a lot of fun, putting a lot of thought into like every every page. And I'm trying to really make it be the, the kind of Batman and Robin book I wouldn't want to buy off the stands. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, one
0: of those things that you're you, it's so rare and getting like tying this this Batman and Robin book that's coming. And when does it come out?
1: It was all September. September. So it's just no. like a, a month and like six weeks from now. Six weeks.
0: From now. So final yeah. order cutoff is uh what? End of the month.
1: Uh well, no, it is this Sunday.
0: This Sunday, okay. No, not this
1: so, Sunday, as in when we're talking, but this Sunday. No, but
0: when the- this episode yeah. is. Yeah. Well, yeah. this Sunday, you should definitely call your comic book store and say, "Hey, yo, reserve me Batman and Robin
1: right now. Like right the video now. Over, call them up, pre-order, call them up, it.
0: pre-order it, yeah. put it on your poll I, list.
1: Yeah, I think that you know. I'm a big believer in this and I've become more and more of this that like you have to support the books that you like you have to if you like that book regardless of what's happening you you have to buy it like you have to support it otherwise it will go away uh, yeah
0: and it's it's frustrating because like you know the audience like has a love-hate relationship like they love these books and they want them to succeed but they also hate the institution and they don't like the uh the pre-order structure and i'm like well you you know well spartacus then ain't, they ain't gonna stop it so either no, you gotta- thing,
1: i wish there was a different version of it i, I think about this a lot like i, I think about how you know I, I wish there was a better version of it. That Me too. Better for readers, better for retailers, better for everybody. And I do think there will be something in the future, like because everyone's thinking about this. It's not like a just you and I talk about this. Like, I think everyone is kind of aware of this that to change. But yeah, so I hope that I hope that the pre-order stuff gets better. But you know, it is kind of the, the comic world we have right now, where the best exactly thing is to let your retailer know, like call your comic shop and talk to your comic book store about it and say I want this book. That's really what they go off of. They go yeah. off
0: But you know what I'm liking about this? We're getting a Batman who smiles. Oh, dude, yeah. (laughs) Which is, like, even a Damien who smiles. He frowns.
1: He still frowns in this book. He has a little frowning
0: moment. He's going to frown, but, like, we're seeing, like, a slightly well-adjusted Batman, and I'm like, I'm here for it because the last time that I've seen it was in a uh, fantastic series called Batman Universe, where Batman was kind of, like, really – it, it was very different. It was a very different book, especially set against everything else that was coming out. But I, was I like, love that book, dude. That like, book is so
1: good. The Darrington so
0: art on it is like next level. Brian bad. just,
1: Brian just nailed just it. Got it.
0: And I was dude, like, Why is book this was, not the book?
1: Before that book came out, yeah. before that book came out, they were really secretive about it for some reason. I don't remember well, why.
0: Well, it was the Walmart so, book, remember? It was the Walmart initiative. Well, the
1: Walmart thing, yeah. yeah. So there was there was just stuff with it. So somebody gave me... I can't remember they, Somebody actually gave me a printout of the first three chapters. Remember, they're only ten pages each. Called yes, these. yes, yes. They gave me a printout of just the free, the first three chapters. So I had them like, you know, just literally like, sheets of paper, <laughs> sheets of paper. And i remember reading it and being like, "Oh my god, this is crazy! This is so good!" And I took it with me to the um, convention. And I, I felt like I had, like, the secrets of the universe or something like that. I remember Rosenberg came up to me. We were talking I was like, you want see something cool? And I, was, <laughs> I, you know, I was like, read this. Rosenberg was like, that's what I think it is. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, all right. Like, we had, like, some kind of secret thing. And he was reading it. Like, while I'm standing there at this convention, and he was like, this is really good. I'm like, I know. I know. We got to show this to people. Like, this is yeah. a really good. Um, yeah, that was really great. With, with this, I do think about Batman as being a Batman who smiles, who smirks. I always think about superheroes. I actually think that superheroes like being superheroes. Yeah. So, like, you don't put I, on a I have friggin this
0: freaking bat costume without thinking. I look pretty. I, I look pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's a line where somebody, White Rabbit, Batman tells White Rabbit to do something. He's like, basically, like it's this big action sequence later, right? And yes. so he's like, he tells White Rabbit to like do something, and White Rabbit says, "This is later. This so is spoilers." Yep. But like, basically, he she says, "Are you crazy?" And mm. somebody else is there. They're like, "He's Batman. Of course, he's crazy."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot.
1: <laughs> and so it's like you know, I have uh, stuff with them where I, I think was a lot with with Barry. You know, Captain Cole would accuse Barry of enjoying being the Flash, like it was a selfish thing. I had that in that book, and then with Superman, like eventually, I just want to. So I want to show Superman. I haven't had a time to do it yet in the book, but it's like that dude just enjoys flying sometimes. Obviously yeah. like, obviously has things to do, but it's like he does appreciate it. He does. Like sometimes he flies and he smiles because he's just like this is cool. It's so cool. Like it's so cool, (laughs) and I feel like with Batman too, where it's like Batman is just like fully invested in the idea of being Batman. He truly loves it, and he's like, I am having. I I think there are moments where he just goes, Yeah, this is cool.
0: (laughs) And you know what it reminds me of? Because there's a moment in this book where you just see Batman and Robin and they're together and they're in full costume and they're smiling and. it's a fist bump, yeah, exactly. It is a fist bump. Uh, which Batman I would never see Batman do, but I also buy it, and it's just this moment where, and it, I, I would say I've never seen it before, but I'm totally full of crap because I know I've seen it before, and it's I I think Jeff might have written it, where it was the, uh, find it. Uh, like Batman a, doing a fist
1: bump with Damian, or no 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 no, no no not the not the fist oh, bump, okay. just
0: just just being ha- like being like this is peak Batman. I am being Batman with my son.
1: That's it. That's it though, too. It's like, this is with my, my son. Like, I think that's a big, a big piece of this is that it's like they are happy together now and especially, but this is part of the story. Like they know how to be Batman and Robin and they don't necessarily know how to be father and son yet because they spent a lot of time at Batman and Robin over the years and all their resolution has been about Batman and Robin. The father and son stuff still has some places to go, but they still, you could tell they still, you know, but, but at the end of the day, Damien is a teenager yes right and damien is, is dealing with teenage stuff so it's like there's still that dynamic a bit there but totally. you know I, I has like there was a line yeah. and i cut, issue i cut it i cut it because there's a moment where they argue about something just for a page they argue about a solution to a problem and i had it originally where damien was going to say either you trust me or you don't mm. and and then bruce was going to be like of course i trust you and then i realized i'm like we have covered this ground many times sure he clearly trusts him mm-hmm. right so i can cut all that and yeah. just make it much more about like they are two superheroes and you know they have a disagreement for a hot second but then damien is like here's the plan bruce is like go got it like yeah there is no question anymore
0: yeah the trust because is like in the acceptance like we get it
1: yeah we get it and that's part of it is like that's something with this book it's like there are certain elements where i'm like okay yeah, they they've gone through this and I can't keep revisiting it. I have to move them forward. It's like yeah. they do trust each other. That is no longer an issue. They yeah. do trust each other. So let's just move forward with that in this book and just have them, you know, have fist bumps and tell some jokes. Totally. <laughs> there's you know, there's, there's no tension. Like there's still moments in this book that are gonna be like, oh shit, there's a lot going on in this book. Yeah. But you know, I definitely want there to still be some some jokes every once in a
0: Absolutely. while. Absolutely. No, I well, I think the fun of it because like what differentiates this from the other batman books a you know it's gonna be 50 robin b yeah. there's some joy to be had you know mm-hmm. and to really <laughs> play it up like not just the joy of being an elemental force that you know transcends media and time but also is like a man who has a son who puts a costume on and tries to yeah. do good you know like that's that's the joy like that's you know uh, maybe it's the, sp- the spider-man me where i'm like I-, I just want every book to be that where i'm like hey, here's this poor slow who just wants to do good and he puts his costume on he goes out and i'm like yep i'm in but uh yeah i mean you know um, you and i have
1: talked about spider-man privately and, and you yes. know it, it's like i'm very much of uh the school of thought that i had read from tom Brevor, where he had mm. said this in the back of uh one of the spider-man hardcovers where he was like and this is a struggle sometimes too, but it's like Peter Parker wins, Spider-Man, Spider-Man loses, it, right? That whole thing. But I do think the element of just like the the actual lesson to that, to me, is that isn't the win-losses, is that it is two lives, right? Like this is a person who has a personal life. Yep. Like he's not just Spider-Man. And I feel that way about Superman. He's not just Superman. He's also Clark Kent. Yeah. And That's how I feel about Batman like batman is not o- only batman he is also bruce wayne just like damien is not only robin he is also damien yeah. and that's the stuff i put in here that's why i said earlier it's like i will always make sure that there is a scene with them not wearing their masks like just yeah. let them be them for a little bit and then yeah. again just make it that really fun kind of energy of like yeah at the end of the day this is a dude who's hanging out with his son and they get to be superheroes together exactly that's
0: really cool right. like that that objectively is especially if you're like a parent and you're thinking like i get to it, it's like bring your son to work day but like it's cooler
1: you know? it's way cooler yeah i'm mean, just seeing this where it's like damien is talking to dead man about this in the night terrors that came out this week and he mentions it and damien dead man kind of says like well isn't that cool like you're the son of batman he's like yeah sometimes it's like <laughs> yeah. there's plus and that. minuses you know it's still a complicated relationship but at the end of the day it's still really it's still a very fun book and you know it's like yeah. Again, because of the work that Chip's been doing, the the stuff that Rom has been doing, like their books have such their own identities. Big time. You know, and it's like the stuff that Chip is building with uh, with Gotham and Catwoman, like that stuff is really cool. Rom has this massive, like obviously this massive like opera plan that he's been doing, you know, this very Mm -hmm. in-depth plan that's beautiful. Like you can see he's really building out this thing. It actually made my job a lot easier because I was like, oh, because those books have such strong identities – like you've got it. You you do. I it. got what I can do. You know, I'm not mudding the waters. We're not like, oh, it's too much like detective. Oh, it's too much like what chip's doing. It's like nope. this is very much the same thing. And last year, a year ago, uh, me and Ben and Simone, we actually I, I feel like I met Simone before once, but like the three of us went out and we had lunch together and and we just put everything on the table. I was like, What do you want to draw? <laughs> it was really funny because I said to Simone, I'm like, What do you want to draw? And he was like, I really want to draw Arkham Asylum. And I'm like, We blew it up well we can't do that <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want to draw what other villains do you want and he it was really funny he's like i want this villain and i'm like nope <laughs> what else do you want to do and yeah. then we started talking and i, and I explained to him the whole thing and i was like here's what we're gonna do and i was like you know here's how we're gonna make it different and here's the stuff we're gonna do and then we, we came up with stuff and i was like what about this kind of scene what about this and and the three of us just jammed out a bunch of ideas and we were like you know just having fun with it you know like looking at some of that uh you know it's funny like looking at some of that like fast and the furious energy yeah. where it's like these really big action scenes but it's also about family which is like the such way. an identity of that book and now everyone's copying it but i'm like yeah that's fine uh but <laughs> you know it's that actually uh it's funny like a, a, a um, i was watching the twisted metal show last week oh, and yeah? i didn't realize did you... doing this. uh i actually really like it like i really like it. i haven't finished it yet um yeah but i saw a review I that
0: don't... was like oh my god is this actually okay like <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, You get like halfway in, and you're like, you're like, dude, they did it. Like they put all at least where I'm at in the story, they put all the pieces on the table. Yeah. And then when they get all those pieces kind of together about halfway through, you're like, this is really good. Like all the pieces are here, the characters are good, the chemistry between them is really good. But, and I was a, I loved Twisted Metal when I was a little kid. Of course. So I was like, sure, I'll watch this, you know. And, and it's only a half hour each episode. Mm, and they're really like kind of done. Yeah. In, they're almost they're borderline done in once. Like nice. it's. Without getting into spoilers, but it's like you know, clearly they're on their way someplace, and each episode is like a stop on their way, and it's yeah. just it's just good. Um, but then I realized like everything I was writing had car chases in it. <laughs> <laughs> like everything had a car chase in it. I, everything I was writing, I was like, this is because of Twisted Metal, and that's fine, that's fine. Everyone's gonna think it's because of Mad Max Fury Road or something like that. I'm like no, nah, it's because of yeah with this but that's not why there's a car in this the car stuff came up again last year i was like you know what like and part of it was because i was like i've seen the batmobile i've seen that page turn of like and now the batmobile is here you know it's right like, here's
0: my batmobile because yeah, it, it, that's kind of that's media. been a, like a big thing lately hasn't it because like i want to say and maybe you can corroborate this but like in the 90s batmobile was after was an afterthought and i want to say it was because like internally they were like if they're all gonna think about the friggin movie just draw anything you want. Who gives draw a crap? And it just looks uh, like this, I this liked... like electric shaver.
1: It just looks like a thing. There was one that was made. I feel like it was Kelly Jones. Like, oh. Kelly Jones designed one that was really cool. And, you know, um, I mean, I'm a 89 person. So I'm of like, course. It's, we, No, it's, don't be. I have, like, but... you can't tell in here right now, but I have, like, four of those in this office. <laughs> <I have> the <laughs> there's, like, I have the animated series one over here. And I have oh, the, okay. like, of the on the side of here you can't tell i have three of the 89s over here yeah, i had right a poster of the 89 like the blueprint poster awesome. i had that up on a wall like i was all about that car so i always try to find places for. It, but i recognize you can't do that
0: yeah did you uh, hear we do. Um,
1: okay
0: oh okay. uh, this is totally unrelated so it's uh
1: oh i was sorry. gonna say we do have the Batmobile in an issue and i went to ben and i was like can okay. i have whatever is the most recent design let's do it let's like, just keep oh, it cool. consistent across the books
0: that's nice like yeah. let's keep it
1: consistent across the books and so that's what's in and book. Yeah. we'll make sure yeah. it's the same batmobile they're driving in the books but yeah
0: does he like i assume that in these books now since you know wayne manor's whatever uh not like i'm not thrilled <laughs> about that but you know whatever but uh does he just go like oh i need this special batmobile i'll just push a button and that batmobile will go from the underground cave that like no one has access to it it'll go meet me someplace. you know, i actually don't
1: know i don't i don't know
0: you know what I mean? Like, like, where the hell do they like yeah, where have to go the back? There every I time? I think they're or... limited to
1: where it's like there's one Batmobile now. All right. I think right. that's part of it. There's one. Um, and if that I one mean, breaks, so it came up last year where it was like, if that Batmobile breaks, he can't just
0: like. I remember that was really... the, that was the James line. It was like. Yeah. That, if the Batmobile yes. was a break. it.
1: Yes. Just... Okay. I was in that meeting. Just James totally said that in a meeting. All like, yes. That <laughs> yeah.
0: Lucius Fox says it at the end of Joker War. He's like, if the Batmobile breaks, you're fixing it.
1: Yeah. No, that that came up in a meeting. James literally was saying he was like, they're basically you can't just break a Batmobile. Like that was that was part of the difference. You can't just blow one up and then be like, eh, whatever, let's build another one. Yeah. You know. I mean, those things are probably like millions of dollars. Yeah.
0: Twenty page fold out of all of the Batmobiles. Like Oh, each. the Jim Lee one? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Uh, I um get no, okay. But yeah, I uh what we we're gonna ask him is completely
0: unrelated. Oh, Uh apropos of your uh Batman has to have his mask off at least or Batman and Damien have to have their masks off at least once per issue in this series, which is a great mandate. Um uh, internally I have cheats kind of like, for it. I have like
1: total cheats for it, but yeah, go that's ahead.
0: That's great. Um But uh it reminded me of did you ever hear the story? It's about the Batman animated series. Apparently, it was an internal rule for the longest time that Batman does not take his cowl off in the cave until Rachel Shell shows up
1: no I have never heard this and
0: before. that like that it's be- now I'm like
1: really though. I mean yeah,
0: that's I- what I said and but I was but I, uh, I was watching this thing there's this podcast with like one of the showrunners and they were like we had a we had a rule that was like you don't see Bruce Wayne in the Batcave like you or, or you see you can either see Bruce Wayne or Batman but it's not Batman with the mask off in the Batcave he's Batman in the Batcave the whole time because he has these two separate like lives but when Ray shows up and connects them that's when yeah. you see and it's this moment where he's like he's got his cowl down and he's reading something and then race appears in the cave and it's like and i'm like if they did that that's amazing
1: <laughs> <laughs> no for sure yeah that's like genius level stuff when i i love stuff like that where you're like again and i think it's a lot with comics in general where i'm like i want them to be thoughtful yeah yeah like i appreciate i appreciate when you can tell they're thoughtful and they actually put that kind of effort into the story where they're like no we're gonna have it be you know like that like somebody had a, a thing where like we're not gonna do this until this happened on flash i had a rule of flash that the last page would never be very running toward the reader
0: <laughs> because that's such a cliche
1: it would never do it i would never never do it until my very last issue And that's what yeah. i did i held on to it until then like that's so cool i had sheets for that too where it was like even when we did year one we had a big two-page spread of like the whole flash family running and then i had like a three-page envelope <laughs> like i always made sure that that was not the technically the last page of every issue until two things i had my last true the flash I had barry running at the reader but speed metal came out this exact same day yeah and that has wally running at the reader and that was which i have the original art for it's over here oh, cool uh because that is to me the last page because a big part of me leaving flash was like okay now wally's taking over like we're building this so that wally can be flash again so i was like yeah to me, that was Barry's story and the last page is now Wally is running. So I got to have it be where the last the the day that I left the Flash book, there are two issues out. One last page is Barry running, one last page is Wally running. I was like, I did it, I'm out.
0: That's so cool. That's great. There was a moment, there was a moment
1: where they asked me to come back on Flash and I said no. This is like way later. And I was like, not way later, it was I'm not sure how much later it was. I think they were like, Do you are you sure you don't want to like stay or whatever? And I was like, No, I did it.
0: Yeah. He's he ran with the reader.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm out can't do it yeah. again can't do it again uh but with this book i mean i have a lot of plans for this one i'm, I'm again it's like we talked before like i have no idea i'm in this really weird spot you know I was before where it's like i'm very disconnected from stuff at this point and it's yeah. like i'm really just trying to make the best books possible but i'm also i always feel like i'm still learning you know like i'm, I'm very much like damien where i'm like i'm still figuring this stuff out. i'm still learning you know and i'm still trying to figure out how to be like you know the kind of writer i want to be you know yeah and, So with books like this, all I'm trying to do is just be like, you know, I hope people enjoy it. Like, I hope they see that we're trying to put out the kind of books that we we like out there and feel like it's funny. Every time I put out a new book, I always feel like I learned something from it. And I'm always Mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, it's like, okay, how do I how do I improve upon this? You know, like I I feel the same way that Damien and what Bruce is saying to Damien at one point in the book of like, you know, you can't think you know everything. And you can't suddenly have this moment where you're like, I'm done learning. Like I don't think I'll ever be that kind of creator anyway. Like I always feel like I'm trying to figure things out and like and that's even with this book where it's like I don't I don't have it all figured out. I'm still trying to to piece this together of like what kind of writer do I want to be in comics and what is my like, you know, I don't I don't know how to put this, but it's like just just I feel like I'm still learning. And it's yeah. like with this book, I hope people see that like we're putting a lot of emotion into it, we're putting a lot of heart into it, and we're just, you know. Uh, yeah, we're having a lot of fun with it. We're just making the kind of comic that we we want, you know. Um, I will say this one thing about Simone. I'm not sure if you know this. Do you believe that Simone's pages? You might already know this. Do you think they're digital or are they? Oh, ached?
0: I mean, I thought they were. Di- I definitely thought they were digital. Just looking at them, I'm like, this is, I mean, definitely digital.
1: You know, effects like it's digital not- colored. You've seen it, right? They're inked. I have never. I didn't know that. No. He talked about this on. If you go to his Instagram, you can see it. He. I think what he does is he has blue line digital. Okay. And then he actually
0: Hand-ings physically them inks it. Oh, my God.
1: He inks it. And he has finishes. He has the whole, like, the actual, like, drawing part is ink. Yeah. And then he goes back in. He scans it back in. And he then does, like, the touch-ups and the colors. Wow. If you go to his Instagram there is i think it's the cover or it's a two-page spread from the beginning of this issue he has those on there and you can see it now click over with the, the thing yeah yeah the thing the button keep going. look at that
0: oh my god
1: dude isn't that crazy like i had no like, idea brutal. i know right like you see that and you're like what <laughs> what what do you how i felt when he told me i was like no yeah i, I literally was like no way no way no way this is all digital but then you yeah. see this and it's like oh this dude's a genius like yeah. this dude is super talented i'm very lucky to be working with him like he's he, again he's very thoughtful he puts a lot of thoughts into stuff it's uh it's funny at one point he um he wrote an email like early on he'll write these emails and he has a lot of questions like he really is putting thought into it and i'm like mm-hmm. So, you know, it's funny with some artists, I give them the script and I always say, if you have questions or thoughts or anything you want to do to improve upon the story or our storytelling, please let me know. I'm always yeah. very like, yeah, hey, I'm always here. Some artists will reach out, some I will never hear from, mm-hmm. and then some... I will get like I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great. They're like literally thinking about it. They're like, Oh, what about this? What about this? You know, like uh Jamal is like that. Jamal will be like, What is the the material this is made out of? Like and I don't mean that in a bad way. He'll be like, you know, when we were talking about the kryptonite glove, yeah, the kryptonite claw, he was like, What is that um made out of? And I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, let's talk about this. You know, we were yeah, like, yeah. Well, it can't be this, it can be this, you know, and he's very thoughtful about those things and you That's know, cool. it's uh yeah, and Simone is very similar, where it's like there's a lot of thought and in, in, into the work he's doing. Yeah, man, this book—I like, really have a lot of fun doing this one. It's
0: a sick-looking book. I mean, and it's and it's really fun, and it's got a lot of heart, and it really like it, I think it's I think it's hitting on something that we're lacking, and it's not no no to you know shade to any of the per current Batman creators, but mm-hmm. just like we're not we're not doing that right now. You know like
1: well as again like I, I i said it's like i really love what chip and rom are doing yeah but i was like okay because their books have such clear identities yes and they're still they're telling the stories they want to tell my job is to tell a different story that doesn't contradict their stories exactly and that means that really came around to tone it was like you know and that's why we have you know we, we mention stuff that's happening and we show visuals that connect the tissue together like we make sure it's still taking place in the same universe but and and still part of that story but i wanted to make sure we hit this tone that we were going for and it's like yeah the next few issues like it just gets crazier and crazier like i'm very excited for people to see like you know i feel like we have some really nutty stuff that i think will surprise people but at the end of the day it's a story about a father and son who just happen to be superheroes (laughs) and they get to hang out and jump off with gargoyles in the middle of the night it's very awesome
0: I'm looking forward to more, man. Uh, folks, too. if you want it, you should uh, pre-order it because it'll keep the book going. Um, yeah. Do you, uh, yeah, and you've got you got mini arcs. You got like it's, it's shorter stories. You've got a four issue uh, kind of like pitch or yeah, opening arc. Yeah. Opening like, arc. I don't want to have
1: it be you know, but it's all yeah. With Superman, I always make sure that it's like I have all these like subplots that are building, but I make sure that I have shorter a plots. You know, when those A plots will then inform stuff later. And that's how this one is too, where it's just like it's that. But yeah, it's really fun. I hope people I hope when people watch this they get excited about it and then yeah. they they pre-order it.
0: I think so. I know I will. But uh, thanks a lot for watching, everybody. Thank you, Josh, for being here again. And uh, oh, we'll see wait. you guys next oh, month. Uh, next month, any any teases for next month for people to I check know, out the show? Month.
1: I know. Like, I thankfully have no new comics coming out the rest of the year. That I oh no, launch. you're not launching another effing series. No, I think this is it for me. For I think this is my last launching of a series. So yeah, we'll be able to just talk about what's going on in Superman and what's going on in Green Arrow, Green Batman, Arrow,
0: Robin. Batman, and Robin.
1: I oh, do God. have uh, the G.I. Joe stuff watching at the end of the year, so we'll probably talk about that.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, we'll get God. into a whole
1: G.I. Joe conversation.
0: But anyway, thank you, everybody.